You're listening to the Leadership Jam Session Podcast, the place where you'll get to hear leaders at all levels of management share their practical solutions to the management challenge you face every day. So let's get ready to jam. I'm your host, Rob Fonte. Welcome back to the Leadership Jam Session. If you're listening for the first time, my name is Rob Fonte. I'm a leadership development consultant and coach with more than 20 years experience in leading teams. For more information about me or how you can subscribe to the show, please visit my website at leadershipjamsession.com. Now enough about me. Today's guest is Anushka Ariano, who has more than 20 years of strategic and operational human resources experience across the biopharmaceutical and medical device industries. She serves as a trusted advisor to CEOs and executives on talent management, workforce development, strategic recruiting, leadership development, and performance management. She's also the founder of Elysian HR Consulting. Anushka, welcome to the Jam Session. Thank you, Rob. Happy to be here. I'm excited to have you on today's show to talk about a workshop that you and I recently built together. A few months ago, one of my clients reached out to me and asked if I could provide some type of management training for their managers related to some of the challenges they're up against as a result of managing teams in this new environment that we're in with some of the new workplace challenges that have emerged. And it's become obviously clear that we are going to be, many of us at least, are going to be managing teams remotely for the foreseeable future. And there are some unique challenges that have emerged as a result of that. Just trying to stay connected with your teams, maintaining engagement and keeping morale up, even related to the challenges of our employees' mental health and their overall well-being as a result of the stresses that they're up against. So as a result, I reached out to you and and we built this workshop, which now has become extremely popular across many of my clients. But I thought it'd be a great idea to sit down with you so we can talk about some of these strategies and techniques that other managers can apply who are also dealing with some of the same challenges and pain points. So are you ready to jam? I so am. I've been looking forward to it. So let's just dive right into the topic. I'm curious to get your thoughts on What are some of the the current challenges and pain points that we as managers are up against? Yeah, Rob, so, you know, this year has brought so many unique challenges, which I really don't think any manager could have predicted or prepared for in terms of being able to help their employees. So the COVID-19 pandemic has obviously caused some issues, but Along with it, it's brought several additional issues, and that could be anything from the isolation for those individuals who are living alone, parents who are having to manage homeschooling. And, you know, many employees don't have resources to be set up from home to work effectively. There's also a lot of uncertainty in the economy. So people might be on edge about losing their job. And those who are on work visas may face the additional stress of complication with immigration. So, you know, a whole lot of things going on. There are, you know, some employees who are dealing with um, taking care of elderly relatives or really worried about their own health um, and well-being, especially if they have any underlying conditions. And actually, a recent tracking poll conducted by the Kaiser Family Foundation reported recently in July that 53% of adults in this country reported that their mental health has been negatively impacted due to the worry and stress over the coronavirus. So many adults are reporting difficulty in sleeping and eating, um, increased use in alcohol consumption and substance abuse. And to add to the coronavirus, you throw in natural disasters such as fires and storms, along with the political tensions and civil unrest. So 
2020 has really brought everything that we can possibly imagine and thrown it all at us. And as managers, we need to be mindful of how our employees are dealing with these challenges so that we can understand how best to support them. Keeping the team's morale, their productivity, overall employee satisfaction now is critically important now more than ever. And it's really time for managers to be able to put their best foot forward and view this as a leadership opportunity so that they can have long lasting effects on their team. It shouldn't be taken lightly and managers should understand and show empathy and really be able to connect with their employees to help them deal with everything going on in the world today. I'm glad that you referenced the the tracking poll, uh, particularly around the, the mental wellness. A few months ago, I brought on Jason Ross, psychotherapist. This was right as the pandemic was was in full force, right at the beginning of it. And he did predict that there would be a rise in a lot of this. Um, and, and again, it is a challenge for us as managers to really uh, manage our teams while at the same time be on the lookout. And the, uh, the second thing, I just had this discussion. I was doing a coaching conversation and I had this manager, a very seasoned manager, who just basically said, you know, I feel like I'm a kid. I just wish, can we just go back to the way things were? <laughs> and it is a challenge. It's a challenge, particularly if, if, if you're virtual, which many people are, to really lead your teams through this environment. So I heard you say a couple things, the empathy piece, and that does come up a lot. Maybe you can elaborate a little bit more on it and why it's so important to leverage that as a manager. Yeah, you know, empathy really is key. So let's step back and just define what empathy is. So empathy is the ability to put yourself in the shoes of your employees. It's really to feel the magnitude and the weight of the issues that they're feeling. I like to share that empathy is different from sympathy. Sympathy is having a more impersonal approach. So you can be sympathetic towards someone. You can feel bad for someone or their situation. So it's a little bit detached. Whereas empathy is really a much closer connection with the person facing the issue and really feeling the issue with them. Empathy is important because building an empathetic connection leads to trust, which in turn can help managers understand what exactly are the pain points so that they can better support them. So showing the empathy, showing that you as a manager care, not mm -hmm. from a distance, but really up close, that you are invested in their well-being can really lead to trust which can ultimately lead to um, employees opening up about what is happening with them mm -hmm. and being able to resolve those issues effectively. So I know this is something that, that managers struggle with. Here's a scenario. Let's say you have an employee. It's one of your consistent performers, a really good performer, pre-COVID, right now, post-COVID, we're in this environment. All of a sudden, this employee, you've noticed, has become much more withdrawn from the team, barely speaks up on calls anymore, and her performance is just not as consistent as it was. Perhaps there is some personal issues going on. What do you do with that? Should you discuss it? Should you bring it up? Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting scenario. So, you know, it's not unusual for employees to display new or different behaviors especially if they've been negatively impacted by everything going on in the world. First of all, I would say that it's critical not to make any judgments mm -hmm. or assumptions about the individual. I mean, they may seem withdrawn and detached, but who knows? Maybe the employee has young kids or pets who are noisy, and the employee has to put themselves on mute a lot. 
which could lead to the perception of them being detached. So it could be a whole number of things that could be contributing to this perception. I would also advise the manager to instead lean on facts. So the best way to get the facts is really to ask the employee, but do so in a caring and non-confrontational way. So rather than telling them, you know, putting them on the spot or having them disclose something they feel uncomfortable with, do it again from a place of empathy. And even if the individual does not wish to share any, anything with you, you have at least extended the invitation for them to approach you in the future if and when they choose to do so. If the employee does confirm that, yes, they are facing an issue, but they don't want to go into details with you, you can remind them of other resources that might be available to them who they could reach out to. By getting the facts, by having a direct yet non-threatening conversation, can show employees that you are there, you are willing to listen, and you can also provide them with the resources needed. So as a manager, I would highly recommend checking in with the employee rather than just dismissing the issue as a personal problem um, and turning a blind eye to it. Some of the examples you brought up are plausible. They could be just their kids in the background. You might not be able to see them. They're homeschooling. So you're right. There could be a number of things that could be contributing to that. It might have nothing to do with the work that they're doing. It's their environment just changed. And so just so I understand, you would at least just discuss it with them, at least bring it to their attention to help understand what is really going on. And is there anything that you as a manager can do to help support them with it? Is that is that right? Absolutely. And I would do it in a professional way, not trying to pry or get any personal information, but just mm-hmm. showing concern and showing the desire to help the employee if there was anything that they could help the employee with. So is it okay if I approach them by saying, you know, I noticed that on calls you seem a little bit withdrawn, but I know there could be other variables in this whole workplace environment we're in right now. You know, is there anything that um, I can do or better support you? I just want to make sure I understand what you're going through and, and how I can best support you. Is that a a fair approach? Absolutely. I mean, I think that is exactly how you should approach it. You know, to make it a little more personable, I also oftentimes will tell managers to show vulnerability. So if you Mm. have a similar situation that you are aware of, if you have, you know, young kids or are homeschooling, maybe you can open up and share some difficulties or challenges you're facing and then check in on the employee and, you know, building that connection and role modeling that it's okay to speak up and it's okay to share challenges and issues might encourage the employee to speak up as well. That's a great idea, right? So it's kind of like your role modeling and showing what's going on behind the scenes. So I can basically what you're saying is I can say, well, in my house, I've got 17 year old twin boys that are going on three and they are definitely a challenge right now. And I wish they would get out of the house. Something like that is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I, I, I doubt your kids are 17 going on three. Um, Trust me, they are 17. Maybe they're going on four. Depends on the day. So, Well, if that's what, what you want to share, Rob, by all means. All right. Well, so I think that's a great advice in terms of just maybe showing that vulnerability that, look, I'm, I'm human too, right? Because mm-hmm. again, we're talking about how to manage the employees through it, but at the same time, we have to manage ourselves through it. And our employees do mirror our behavior. Absolutely. And, you know, when I started off by listing all of the things going on in the world, you know, yes, managers have a responsibility to take care of the, the well-being of their employees, but at the same time, they are also facing 
the same issues, maybe going through some of the similar challenges and having to navigate um, changing work environments for themselves. So it is an added burden to take care of yourself and to take care of others in this situation. So be vulnerable, be open, show that you're human, that you don't have all the answers. Don't pretend to have all the answers. Mm -hmm. Nobody expects you to have all the answers. But if you can present that we are in this together, we're figuring it out together, and the only way that you can do it is to have that trusting relationship and the care and the empathy that I think over the long run, that relationship between the manager and employee can only strengthen and uh, you can see long lasting impact from that kind of approach with employees. Yeah, I agree. This is a time where you may have to be much more accommodating for your employees. As, as, as you listed, there are many things that could be going on that are adding a lot more stress to the environment. Speaking of that, it is hard at times to pick up on things that, that could be going on. You know, the scenario I gave was some pretty clear, uh, it was a pretty clear scenario on some of the change in behaviors, but at times it might be hard to really pick up what's going on behind the scenes. We've talked a lot about listening for, for triggers and sometimes trying to uncover what is not being said, which is a, an important piece of that. But I think going back to what you said before, without trying to pry too deep. But the other challenge that comes in is the we still have a responsibility to produce and achieve our goals in this environment, regardless, right? As managers, we still have a, a responsibility to coach our, our teams. And, and I think that just makes it even more difficult. We still are responsible for delivering results. Here's another scenario that, that we come up against. I just want to get your thoughts on it. I have an employee pre-COVID was an underperformer. It was, you know, he was somebody who I was managing very closely because of the performance was not there. All of a sudden now we go into COVID and now this employee is telling me that they're struggling in this environment and you think they might be using it as a cover or a mask because of their underperformance. So what do we do with that? Do we still manage their performance? They're telling me they're they're struggling. It just gets a lot more complicated now. So how do I approach that? Yeah, this can be a really tough one, right, Rob? So although it's tough, it's not, unfortunately, it's not so uncommon. Mm -hmm. You know, I have done sessions um, with several clients and we've had participants share that they're going through this exact same scenario on their team. So mm -hmm. it is. Uh, in fact, happening more often than we think it is. And managing poor performance at any time can be difficult, but really during this time, it can seem even more challenging. You know, I would approach it as performance managing and um, simple performance managing, looking at it as if it was no different than if you were going through it, if there wasn't a pandemic. So at the end of the day, as you said, it is the manager's responsibility to manage the employee's performance. And by not addressing or correcting the behavior, the manager is not fulfilling their own managerial responsibilities. So that is something they must keep an eye on and they must track. Now, how the performance is managed can be altered based on the situation. Again, to go back, definitely should be on top of the performance. Do not turn away or look the other way. Right. But how you are managing the performance during this time, you can maybe vary it up a little bit since there might be other issues going on that you may or may not know about. 
I would personally start off assuming good intent, that the employee truly is struggling and not able to enhance their performance. And, you know, like this pre the previous case scenario, it's important to really understand what the employee is struggling with and what kind of support they need in order to be able to help them. You know, maybe thinking of breaking down the employee's tasks into smaller bite-sized assignments with manageable timelines could be a way to structure and support the employee. Definitely staying in close contact with the employee and being available to you if they have questions along the way if they're trying to improve performance. And by being supportive through this process, you can hopefully turn around their performance and then in the long run, gain the trust and respect and loyalty of this employee. But again, there's no guarantees that it's going to work. So if the performance issues do continue, despite all of your efforts, you may need to speak with HR for more formal performance management or find other alternatives such as leaves of absence if the situation warrants it. And I think managers need to remember that it is still their responsibility to manage the performance of individuals and the team. That is what they're going to be held responsible for at the end of the day. Managing the performance is what they have to do. How they do it can be slightly altered, um, giving benefit of the doubt, really understanding what the situation is, helping the employee, but still keeping track of the progress and not turning away is important. The fact of the matter is, while I said they might be using it as, as a cover, as an excuse, the other side of it is they, they truly could be struggling. Mm -hmm. There could be things that are going on. So we do have to take that into consideration. So what I'm hearing is that, you know, you might have to modify the plan. I, I like the idea of what you said about maybe re revisiting the entire plan. You might have to break things down into smaller tasks, but also figure out what is it that they might be struggling with and seeing how you might be able to accommodate. And just like the first scenario, I would assume that you might have to go to, you know, for additional resources, which would be to reach out to your HR business partner and to get some additional guidance around that. I go back to don't jump to conclusions, don't make assumptions or judgment, mm -hmm. lean into the facts really understand what the situation is and only with the facts can you then identify what the issues are and then be able to have a game plan. If the employee knows that you are working in their best interest and you are there to help and support them, they hopefully will feel comfortable opening up and sharing what the issue is, if indeed there is an issue. And again, the manager's responsibility is not to judge the issue, not to judge the person based on the issue, but really show that empathy and do what you can to help support the employee. However, turning away from the performance issue is never a good idea. Right. Modify your approach if you need to and really use the facts in order to guide your decisions. Yep, well said. You still need to manage the performance regardless. It does bring up the, um, the other scenario. We have one more scenario to kind of walk through and get your guidance on. And this is one that actually came up with one of our clients where a manager communicated with us that they had an employee that somehow in the discussion, the manager felt the employee made some references to what he considered were suicidal thoughts. And the manager really had no idea what to do with it. The manager really struggled because on the one hand, they were afraid they would get in, into trouble for saying something due to um, HIPAA or privacy laws. But on the other hand, they were very concerned about the employee's well-being. And that's a tough scenario, right? So how should we handle that? While that is an extreme case, the environment that we're in right now certainly has amplified that. And as I said, that is a scenario that we did come across. 
Right, and I was very sorry to hear this. I can only imagine how difficult it was both for the manager as well as the individual struggling with this. Um, and as managers, we're of course there to support the employees, but sometimes that responsibility gets pushed towards issues that managers may not feel equipped to handle. So let me start by saying that there are generally some warning signs that managers can or should be on the lookout for so that they can pick up on some signs of stress or distress. And if those are not caught early on, they could start to escalate into more extreme issues. So some of these could be changes in mood or behavior, missing deadlines consistently, forgetting tasks, you know, erratic work hours, working, you know, getting emails through the middle of the night, withdrawal, complaining of stress or physical pain. You know, these are just some of the warning signs. Um, again, just to be on the lookout for, not to make them or turn them into issues, but mm -hmm. really to uh, keep an eye on. The more extreme warning signs are expressing an intention to harm themselves or others or expressing suicidal thoughts. As in the case that you mentioned, if as a manager, you have an employee that confides in you about suicidal ideation, it is imperative that you inform HR, even if the employee has asked you not to disclose it. Please don't turn a blind eye or comply with the employee's wishes in this situation because it could turn out to be fatal. Mm -hmm. And HR really should be able to provide the manager with the right guidance in this situation. So I don't want managers to feel like they have this burden and they have nowhere to turn to. That's what HR is there for. And as you mentioned, HIPAA regulations, confidentiality can really confuse the issue. So again, to remind managers that HIPAA regulations, yes, they do apply. You may receive information from your employees that you may need to treat as confidential. But never try and probe your employees for confidential information like health information. So when in doubt, consult with HR or a professional who can further guide you. Well, that's great advice. And I know it's a, it's a really hard scenario, and I know we, we've taken it to the extreme. But the reality is there are circumstances out there that exist. And, you know, you and I felt it was important at least to just discuss this topic and bring some awareness around it to managers out there who might be listening in on this because it's a it's one that you're not quite sure what to do with it. Exactly. It, yeah. Remember, HR is your friend. Uh -huh. Report to HR, report to a senior leader. Um, you are not alone in this. Managers should be able to disclose, and again, in a confidential manner, disclose information in order to get the resources for yourself as well as for your employees. I do have a clarifying question that, because you mentioned it before, remind employees of the resources if they need to take a, a leave of absence. As managers, are we allowed to state that? Or could an employee, you know, twist our words around by saying, by implying that there's an issue when there's not? Because that's also a fine, a delicate balance, I should say. Absolutely. At the end of the day, the employee needs to make the decision that best suits him or her. Look, you could point the employee to a third-party professional, a healthcare professional. You may have an EAP employee assistance program to be able to speak with your employee. But at the end of the day, they may or may not choose to take that option. So you really can't force the employee to, to take certain actions. You can provide what the options are. You can, again, guide them to HR to lay out all of the benefits and resources available. But as a manager, I would stay away from making any recommendations. Mm. But 
presenting all of the options and letting the employee choose what best meets his or her needs. So the difference here is it's really recommendations versus providing awareness of what resources are available. Exactly. And also letting the employee know that there would be no retaliation or repercussions Mm -hmm. from not taking the manager's um, advice if if they are being provided. So again, making it very clear that it is ultimately the employee's decision and there would be no response directly based on what option the employee is choosing. All right. Very good. So let's just recap here a little bit because there were some very specific uh, key takeaways here. And and if we had to sit back, in your opinion, based on everything we talked about, what are a few key takeaways, you know, one or two essential reminders that, that managers should walk away from this episode? Yeah, so, you know, we're all in this together. We're all figuring it out as we go. There is no manual on how to best support our employees as managers, but we're learning. And a few key takeaways, I think the number one most important one in my mind is being empathetic, being good listeners and really building that level of trust and connection and uh, coming from a place of good intention. The second one that I haven't touched on yet, but I think is very important is communication. So in these times, especially when everyone, most people are working remotely, it's better to over communicate than under communicate. And, you know, we're missing out on a lot of the important informal water cooler conversations and the impromptu check-ins. So it does take a little more effort to have regularly scheduled one-on-ones and team calls, but try and stay as connected to your team as much as possible. Be specific when you're asking employees, you know, when you're asking, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Maybe try and be specific in terms of what are one or two things that are working well for you? What are one or two challenges that you're facing? So rather than making broad questions or asking broad questions, perhaps being very specific and you can be amazed, you'll be amazed at the kind of responses, specific details that you could get back from them. Um, So that was communication. The third one is the resources. Hmm. Make sure you know what resources are are available for your employee and also for yourself so that you feel um, in control and able to navigate any situation that's thrown at you. And then the the last one, and sometimes we tend to overlook this, is self-care. Think about what are you as as the manager, what are you doing in order to keep yourself healthy and resilient so that you can show up and be effective in supporting your employees. So take care of your own well-being, get plenty of exercise, uninterrupted sleep, find ways to manage stress, and take time off and remind your employees to take time off, even if there's nowhere to go. Just disconnecting for a day or a few hours can be really beneficial. So by setting boundaries around your own work times, shutting down, preserving your evenings and weekends, you're really modeling behavior for your employees. And by taking the actions for yourself, you're in a way giving permission to your employees to do the same. Empathy, communication, resources, and self-care are very, very important, especially in this day and age. You know, just one more thing to add related to the, to the resources, which is probably one of the most important resources that that's available are your fellow peers, your colleagues, other managers who are in the same boat as you are. And they can be a great resource for you just to be able to talk through it. And Nishka, as you said before, we're all in this together. None of us have the expertise in managing teams through all of the various different environmental factors that, that we just talked about in this episode. 
So reach out to other managers, just talk through it and share your experiences and best practices. Well, for those of you listening in on this episode, hopefully you were able to walk away with some strategies that you can apply with your teams. Feel free to reach out through my website. As I said, this workshop we built uh, has become extremely popular. It's a big need out there for it and can certainly discuss some of the options with you. Anushka, thanks again for coming in, sitting down with me and sharing all of your great expertise, particularly in this topic, which is so needed right now. Thanks again. Thank you so much for having me on, Rob. It was a pleasure. Thanks so much for listening in today. If you're interested in learning more about the show or how we can assist you through my leadership consulting company, then please visit my website at leadershipjamsession.com. 